so many people are like looking for this one perfect person and they have this idea of if I can just find that one person among all the billions of people on earth, then my life will be so much better. You're not working with the entire billion of men. You're working with the number, the set number of people that actually find you attractive or, mm. or find you some, you know, level of tolerable. You're not going to be appealing to the entire right. majority. You might, you might not even be appealing to your one. <laughs> What's up, family? I'm Oge. And I'm Jeremiah. And, and this, this is, is the, the Vows and Voices podcast. On this show, we help people win in marriage by sharing our own journey and the lessons we're learning along the way. We're not experts, but we're figuring it out one step at a time and sharing it all with you. So if you're ready, let's get into today's episode. Welcome, guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Happy Year. Happy New Year, fam. Oh, yeah. This is around the time where resolution starts getting challenging. But how are yours going? They're going. Yeah. Going. Yeah. 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 How oh, are you? you? You can be smart like me and just, you know, choose to not. Not set any. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's one way to go about it. But oh, yeah. We're excited for this year. We're excited about the podcast and getting more consistent with it. Yes. Um, but without wasting much time. We wanted to start this year off on a super positive note. So this episode, we're going to talk about why you will never find the one. Ever. Ever. you never, ever. <laughs> ever, 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 Find the one. That's super positive. A super positive way to kick off the year. Because the thing is, so many people are like looking for this one perfect person. And they have this idea of if I can just find that one person among all the billions of people on earth then my life will be so much better but we're finding that that's not really how it turns out and if that's the way you're thinking then this episode is definitely for you we think there are some things you might want to consider yeah i would say that um in terms of also attributing a lot of characteristics a lot of great characteristics to this person in terms of perfection in terms of you know they have to know me and be able to handle me and all these things that are not necessarily true because at the end of the day you are marrying a human being mm. you know like you're not going to have an angel but i don't want to i don't want to go off too much on a tangent but essentially this person is going to have good and bad you know they're going to come with different qualities and different characteristics and different characteristics and their past as well as you know who they're wanting to to be constantly in conflict, you know, learning, maturing, growing, as well as the same way you are. Right. Yeah. Right. I, th I don't think that's something that we might consider is that, you know, we, we are very much aware of our upbringing and the things that we've been through and stuff, but sometimes we idealize these person, right. these people, and it's like, you don't, you don't even consider that they might have had <laughs> some, some, some trouble in their past or a rough childhood or whatever. It's like you build, you build up this perfect idea of a person right. and yeah, I, I, it, it can get pretty problematic. And the frustration actually comes in when you, when you're dealing with people around you currently and they're not giving, you know, the, the qualities that you're looking for. And it's not from a place of, Oh, this is just something that can eventually change. Or this is something that they're able to be taught out of, but it's more of, Oh, my husband will never do this kind of mindset where yeah. it's like, Oh, I just have to put up with, you know, who is around me. And, you know, like, but whenever God sends me that perfect person, they would not, I wouldn't have to deal with this. And it's like, mm. yeah, that might not be the case. Uh, you, it could be that they're afraid, you know, marriage is a lifelong commitment and we've seen marriages come and go, you relationships, whatever. Some people that you might think, oh, these people might, would never 
break up or they'll never get a divorce. You see it happening. So for a lot of single people, I can imagine it's that idea of if I don't find that one person that I know a thousand percent is like set setting me up for life to to do life with this person, I don't want to make a move. It has to be that exact person. And that fear can rather rob you of some great people <laughs> or a great person that might come your way. What do you think? It keeps you narrow-minded, essentially. It keeps you in a place of waiting for perfection rather than creating or rather than putting in the work. Not necessarily to have perfect, but to have something that is more compatible to your life, to your lifestyle, to where you want to go. And so ultimately, I, I feel as though like the conversation is not necessarily like you'll never get married, no, but essentially look around you and then see... First of all, look within you, actually, and then know where what you want, where you're going, and then look around you to see who essentially would be a great fit for where you are headed. Right, right, you know? yeah. And does it even make sense? It's just, let's talk facts. You know me. I'm, I'm a logic logical person. person. <laughs> I'm a logical person. I, yes. I look at facts and figures and probabilities and stuff like that. There are about 8 billion people on this planet, right? Right. Slightly more than half are women and, you know, the other 3.5, whatever, are, are men. Now, most of these people are, are younger than you or younger or older than you. Like, they're not in your age range mm -hmm. to get married to you. Mm -hmm. So that narrows it down. And now, if you're a woman, like you're men, and <laughs> you're looking at men. If you're a man, you're looking at women. So you've already lost billions of people right right and just and just just filtering out these, these few people and now you factor in countries and and neighborhoods and vicinities and the, how many people do you even know that you can remember their names right, right now right. you know so your circle is already very very small what are the chances that you're gonna meet this one perfect person in the small circle or the, the few number of people that you're have access you to. have access to or that you will have access to right and it's not like god is not a he's not wicked in terms of like oh i have this one out of a, a billion person for you well it's your job to fit you know to find them mm -hmm. or to you know or essentially like i would just have you live your life and then boom when I, like in terms of does it make sense like i guess let me let me kind of um break it down no, it doesn't make sense because it's more tailored towards a character. It's more tailored towards a, 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 a personality. Not mm. necessarily all personality, but it's more of like who within themselves has certain traits that would benefit you in the long run. Right. I see it as a kind of person exactly. rather than a person. Right. God knows you. He knows your past. He knows your history. He knows what he has called you into. He knows what he wants you to do. He knows the way he has formed you and every aspect of your personality. And so I believe that it won't be one specific person, but it will be like compatibility. There'll someone that you're actually compatible with. Right. And it doesn't mean that you're perfectly compatible with. It just means that where, where you're going and how you are and who you are lines up enough with where they're going, how they are, and who they are. doesn't mean that if you're a pilot, you have to marry a pilot or God won't bring you a doctor or a mechanic or whatever. No, it's, it's just 
you know, you get what I'm saying. I understand what you're saying. In in terms of if you're a giving person, you also need someone that is able to give you, give to you, or pour mm. back into you. If you are someone that is very strong, you need someone or that you can be soft or weak or vulnerable around where you don't always have to be strong. So I, I get what you mean in terms of like someone that makes sense for your right, life. Right, right. It's a it's a kind. A kind of person. Yes. So we actually would like to challenge we we want to challenge that notion of oh god is going to send me that person to know god is going to open your eyes or train you how to spot certain characteristics that are of him that that contribute or what is it or that what's the word i'm looking for certain qualities <laughs> that add that benefit a, a healthy home. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. makes that makes a, a healthy home possible. You yeah. know? and ultimately God is going to train you so diligently to know how to notice what true love is. Divine love looks like both when he loves you and your ability to accept that love and also when other, another human being is showing you love so you can determine or you can differentiate what is, you know, meaningless gestures and what is genuine love. That's true. That's true. And you also learn to kind of tame your expectations because a lot a lot of the times when we're looking for the one, we have such high standards. Like we create this, I don't know, even Never Thor no couldn't wrong. come close to to the kind of person like <laughs> the kind of person that we that's the nerd in me. <laughs> the kind of person that we create in our minds that this person is gonna be exactly the height I want, exactly the shade or color. They will have the same the exact interest that I want. Like you're putting so many things into a pot. And the more you add, the fewer people fit that criteria until you end up with zero. With zero, exactly. And honestly, a lot of people forget that they are working with, they are working with already such a small list. We we mentioned earlier that there are billions of people in the world. You're not working with the entire billion of men. You're working with the number, the set number of people that actually find you attractive or hmm. or find you some you know level of 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 tolerable. You're <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know that find you're a bearable person so you're not you, you you're not gonna be appealing to the entire right. majority you might you might not even be appealing to your one <laughs> if you really think about it you know but we'll get, we'll get to that we'll get to that though most so, people aren't actually sorry not to cut you off, but most people aren't because a lot of the times they have this like oh he must be six feet six figures and six packs and why is everything six? <laughs> I don't the, get it. The mark of the beast. <laughs> ah, wow. But um, ultimately, that person, like, so to be more realistic and to increase your chance of getting the life that you want, which if, you know, we're dealing in terms of marriage and a family and all these things, you have to be realistic as to who do I actually attract and based off of who I attract, who is attractive to me. Mm-hmm. Would they leave if they're the one? Because that's a saying that people say, like, oh, if this person is in my life, if they're really the one, they're not gonna leave. It's like a, they'll stick here through thick and thin. It's such a it's such a immature way of looking at life. Mm. It's such a it's such a selfish way of, oh, I can do or I can act or do as I please. And if they were really the one, they would stick it through because the one no yeah right? no you 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 can't not be treating someone right they're a human being exactly they, they have feelings they have emotions they're also a person and the same way you expect someone to treat you right even if they think you're the one 
you also need to treat someone right even if uh, even when you think that they're the one for you but having this idea of oh i did something wrong but why is he upset or why is she upset if if they're really the one for me they wouldn't do this and do that like that's not that's not how life works mm-hmm. if you're really going to go into marriage or in a relationship you have to recognize when you're wrong you have to recognize when it's time to pull back a little and be like hey you know what i'm the one who messed up in this right not oh why are you complaining like if you're really the one for me then you wouldn't you would do that understand. you just accept it mm-hmm. and you would you would understand like no it's not that they don't understand it's that their person too exactly and honestly a lot of people don't really um know how to take responsibilities mm. responsibility even if the person is a very great fit for your life how you treat them mm-hmm. goes a long way into them deciding for themselves if you're someone that is for lack of a better word worth mm-hmm. the fight worth putting up with mm-hmm. and a lot of people have this notion of they have to like go through all these tests and don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm one for qualifying tests and I'm one for, you know, having people show you who they truly are, their true character, but ultimately how, as much as they are wanting to get close to you, Mm -hmm. you also have to strive to serve them, to please them, to, to show them why you are like, I don't know how to suitable. Yeah, sort of a match. Why? Why you are someone that? Why? Why you are someone that is ultimately like a good fit for their life as well. Yeah, yeah. And you're you're not trying to make someone earn their spot. You're trying to navigate a bu- probably a bunch of people and see whether this person is a fit. But like, you're not trying to make them earn it. If they're not a fit, you're not a fit. But we'll talk about choosing, and even in in uh, probably the next episode, talk about really dive into picking specifically but i think generally speaking you need to let go of some fantasies and choose based on real life things things that actually happen things that you actually see not saying not discounting faith and um internal and when i say things you can see i'm not talking about physical traits either i'm talking about the demonstration of certain character traits so the things themselves are invisible but they are able to be demonstrated you can see when someone is loving you can see when someone, you can tell when someone is uh, a hateful person or if they, they hold on to anger and things like that. Right. And even going off of what you talked about with certain character things that you can see, there are certain things that you also have to train your, yourself to look out for. Mm-hmm. There are certain gestures that there are empty gestures in, in of themselves. Mm-hmm. So when you pair an empty gesture with an already good person, an already good man, an already good woman, it just amplifies it. But if you pair an empty gesture to someone that is not, that doesn't love you, someone that doesn't care about you is just a gesture. And so sometimes we try to put weight into some empty gestures, forgetting that this person is not a good person. This mm-hmm. person is not, what I mean by good person is that they're not good to you. You might be good to them and good for them, but they might not necessarily be good to you. And let me, let me, I can break it down a little bit. Yeah. What is, like, what is an empty gesture? An empty gesture, I would say like opening the door. Or, okay. or bringing flowers and oh. chocolate and, 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 and certain things that we society pushes as, oh, this is love or they, you know, and what would be more of a substantial gesture is someone that is willing to go to work mm-hmm. to provide for their family. Someone that is willing to go with you to appointments and say, 
for instance, your car breaks down. Is this person able to leave whatever they're doing just to make sure that you're good, you're mm-hmm. safe, you're okay? Can they come back, you know, by your place if you're sick? Or, you know, you have a flat tire. Can you depend on this person? Mm-hmm. So don't, like, we, especially with our generation, we tend to focus so much on the minor. We major on the minor and we minor on the major. So we don't, we don't, we don't pay attention to the things that reveal their true character, to, right. that reveals their true nature. But instead... We focus on things that we are being fed as a fairy as a tale. standard. Yeah. Exactly. So someone, I, I get what you're saying. People really emphasize, oh, buying flowers and and doing these things like opening doors for you need to open a door for a woman. And we're not saying you shouldn't do those things. It's we're like saying a checklist. Yeah, like on the list of priorities, you could have a really good person, and you know, we use good in a in the way that we. That makes sense in this context. You gotta have someone that's good for you or or a suitable person for you. And they don't they just don't know how to do those things. They need we call it training <laughs> in this house. We we had to train each other to love us in the in the way we wanted to be loved. Right. And so the person might not be trained in just even general affection. They might not know that, hey, you know, most girls like chocolate or flowers. Like, okay, doesn't like flowers, so you will never see me buying okay flowers unless it's one of those fake flowers that never die because she hates flowers because they die. But anyway, you know, you you love the person the way they want to be loved. But if if I was a horrible person and I'm like, oh, most girls like flowers and I just keep buying okay flowers. Despite it, what? Yeah, despite what she has said or communicated or uh, I, I just do these external things because that's what you do for a girl you're interested in. But I'm not, I don't have a good character. Then everything falls apart when it really comes down to to working out a life in marriage because right. you've built up the house on sandy ground and it's it's going to fall. You've built up the life of of meeting unnecessary expectations in terms of, oh, he, he planned a really nice date and that's wonderful. But when the chips are down and, and, and things get, like life really gets like into deep mm-hmm. is this person this person's true character is going to show for instance when the chips are down and you don't have enough to take care of her is she still going to be a loving and respectful wife to you mm-hmm. is her loving and you know um and her treating you the way she does is that based on certain things that are subject to change you know there are times you're going to have a job there might be times you lose a job is when when things come down to it can she really you know stick by when when things are not as rosy. Yeah. I feel like I'm saying the same thing in, yeah. in different ways and I apologize for that. But essentially, you need to know who you're marrying and we focus so much on the who rather than what they do. Rather than, I mean, yeah, you can, you can for, to a certain degree, determine who somebody is based on what they do, but ultimately. But you can, you can fake what you do. Exactly. You can fake the things. You exactly. Can, you can fake respect. Exactly. You can fake uh, even uh, signs of affection you can you can fix so many things because you know that the type of person you're looking at is looking for these things right so maybe it's a guy inter- or your your girl and there's a guy interested in you and he knows that oh to get this kind of girl she loves the lord she does this she does that she likes i need to attend bible them. study i need to do this work can, out right i need to work out because she wants someone with a six-pack and you know i can do anything about my height but i know you know whatever and you that person can tailor their image exactly the way you want it until now you're married and the true character comes out. Right. So you have to be really willing to vet 
their character. Right. You know, of course, we'll go more into, we don't want this episode getting too long. We'll go into detail on, in terms of that um, in the future. Um, but one thing that I think, at, at the very least, we need to leave this episode thinking is not just, am I going to find the one? Because we already said you're not going to find the person. You're going to find a kind of person. Right. And then based on the kind of people that God has, is bringing your way, you're going to find someone among them who lines up as much as possible with you. Not saying you're going right. to come in a perfect package. You're not. But, you know, you get the point. Right. As much as you're focusing on that, even more importantly, you should be asking yourself, am I becoming the one for someone? Am I working on my character, my perception of things? What is my thought process when I'm when I'm trying to decide something? Am I comfortable being in a team where we each have a say and one of us has to compromise at some point or we both have to compromise? How how am I thinking through this marriage thing? Am I okay I'm, being led? Right. If you're a woman, am I okay being led? If you're a man, how am I growing in leadership? Am I learning what it means to be a husband? Am I learning what it means to be a wife? Like, are you in a in a way working on yourself to be that person for someone? The same way you're hoping that someone is out there perfecting themselves for you. I think that's yeah, or growing. Are you growing at least? Right. And honestly, a lot of the times, if you will just pause and see where people are headed in terms of their character in terms of um um who they want to be five years ten years from now and if you just allow people show that to you you have a better understanding of how this person is gonna be to you how this person because essentially whether you're in the picture or not who are they gonna be Mm. and you need to accept that because mm. there's but so much tilting you can tilt somebody mm. you cannot have someone go complete 180 you can just nudge you can encourage them to be more of who they've already determined within themselves to be so there is no just to you know repeat what we've been saying this whole time is that there's no the one you just need to understand people um and and see what you can work with and see what you cannot work with and be mm-hmm. honest within yourself as to what I'm saying that I want what actually what do I actually need? What do I actually want? And what is just me being and what what is an empty desire? Exactly. What is a what is a useless expectation? <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> okay. So well, on that note, <laughs> we're gonna be wrapping up this episode. But before we go, babe, I don't know if you know this, but this year I'm on a seafood diet. I see food and I eat it. <laughs> We got to laugh. Finally. I love that. We got to laugh. I love oh my that. Goodness. Thank you guys for joining us in this episode. Y'all can email us at vowsandvoicespodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Instagram in the Instagram DMs. Let us know what you think. Let us know what topics you'd like us to cover. Remember to treasure the vows and treasure the voices. And we'll see y'all next time. Bye.